Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Your son. I lost him when he couldn't bring himself to kill her either. What were their names? She was Jenny. He's Dwayne. We. We. Get down! Stay down! Welcome to Fear Me. Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 147. Yay. Scott, how's your week been going? Uh, it sounds very uh, entertaining. Uh, it's been uh, it's been shitty to crappy. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. There's a range. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's consistent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, consistency yeah, is key. Consistency but, is key. But we did, yeah, you know, but last weekend we had a nice run up to, uh, we went up to the Boone area, Boone, North Carolina, mm. and Blowing Rock area, and it was really nice. Saw some live bands and stuff, so hmm. so that was nice. Okay, well yeah. then, you better stop talking, you're making me jealous. I, that's my plan. Hey, we went out by ourselves this weekend, too. Uh, yes, we did. Yes, yes you no bounced kids. from brewery to brewery. Yeah, right? we we, yeah. we went to the Tucker Brewery, which we didn't even know existed, which is where we used to live in Tucker, mm-hmm. Georgia, over near Norcross. That was uh, strictly German-style beers, mm-hmm. which I think I sent to a beer list, and you're like, yes, I don't want any of those. No. But it was very. It was actually really well done, mm-hmm. awesome place. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. in an office park, which was really mm-hmm. kind of odd, but in a way worked out perfectly. Because you weren't really worried about like you know other restaurants and all that kind of stuff. There's tons of parking. Well, they had um, a live band. They had a they live didn't have band. To worry about noise. Everything was yep. closed. Yep. They didn't have to worry about it. Um, and then we went to um, the Tap and Six, which I will take you to next time. And okay. they have a probably a selection of like sixty different beers on tap. And then you can also buy a whole selection of different beers and six packs to take home. Mm-hmm. Nice. Because they don't nice. want you actually getting sober at any point during the day. No, no. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. And also another live band. And a live band. Nice. And a mighty fine cheese plate. Hey, we have a we have a couple of places here. You may have had some open up down there that are like that, but we had one that's called Untapped, I think. Or something like that here. It's where when you go into the place, you pay a flat fee and you get an armband. 
and you go in and they just have taps all over the place. Wow. Of all these beers. And you just go around and pour your beers as you want them. And each time you pour your beer, it goes on your armband. You pour your own beer? Uh-huh. Yeah, they've just got, like, taps along the walls. It's like so an forth. ice cream, please. Can you actually yes. put your mouth underneath the tap and just let it pour? Yeah, I guess you probably can. But it probably is more efficient to go ahead and fill your glass. Okay. Because you're going to pay the same price, probably. Wow, that's cool, man. That sounds like it could get dangerous. Well, it's cool. I mean, it's got, like, lounge seating all over the place and stuff like that. Well, you have, every three beers, you have to come and re-up your wristband. Oh. Or you don't have to, like, breathe into a breathalyzer or something? No, no, but I have a feelings for if you <laughs> if you stumble up there to get your wristband re-up, they're not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a little conveyor belt. Sir, just gonna... can you give me your wrist? Can you give me your wrist, sir? <laughs> they just going to push you over and they just, like, <laughs> lead you out of the place. Big <laughs> sir, if you can't people. hold up your wrist, we can't re-up you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we have any of those around Atlanta, though. We, do have, we had a friend that was talking about a place called Joystick. Which mm-hmm. sounds curiously like a strip club, <laughs> yeah. But it actually supposedly has a lot of uh, video games, and you can go oh, and cool. tons of beer and stuff like that. And they've got yeah. like old school like Miss Pac Man and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that'd be fun. Like stand up video games, so you can like, go. And gosh, it's like play every video games and drink 80s beer. Eighties teenagers' wet dream. It pretty much is, and I think they mm-hmm. even have like electric guitars on the wall if you want to pick up electric guitar and you nice. have no idea how to play it. No, I'm just kidding. Nice. I'm making that part up. But, no right, air so guitar. they have like monster truck pools and stuff like yeah, that. Exactly, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so what are y'all drinking? Speaking of beer. Stupid. Scott. What you got? Well, uh, I picked up one that I think we may have done before. I know we've done this brewery before. It's Wild Leap Brewery. Uh, friends of ours in the neighborhood keep beating me over the head about how great this brewery is. Yeah. Uh, and they're out of LaGrange, Georgia, and this is the Chance IPA. Hmm. Is good. It's not super different than most of the IPAs that I'm tasting from around this area. It tastes a lot like right. Monday Night Brewery and that sort of thing. It's a little, a uh, little bit more sugary, a little sweeter, um, mm-hmm. but it is good. It's not, and it's it's not overpowering. I like it. I mean, it's one of those beers that you can just drink a lot of them in one sitting. <laughs> what? It's not like so thick. It's that easy it, drinking beer. No, it's, it's an not, easy drinking beer. Well, that's one of the things that we've. One of the complaints I've had with some of the Wild Leap stuff is that a lot of theirs is like are double IPAs. They do a lot of yes. very strong. Those are the ones you got me a couple. Yeah, one time stuff you yeah, feel like you were, need a spoon to, to drink them. Yeah, those things um, will knock you on your ass. Yeah, and they're the usually like nine to thirteen percent. So this is a uh, this is six point two, um, okay. but it's reasonable. It's, it actually is a very good beer, and they do a good job. It's yeah, I think some of their stuff gets a little bit hefty sometimes. Yeah. But uh, Wild yeah. Leap Brewery is a, a good one around Georgia. Cool. What do you got? I am drinking one that I dedicate to you, Stuart. Oh, zero. It's, a, it's called Hipster Juice. That <laughs> Stuart is not a hipster. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, okay. folks. Sorry. The brothers love to call Stuart the hipster, but he's not a hipster Wait, at all. Is it my my beard oil? It must be. It must be your beard, beard oil. And and uh, my but, PBR. Uh, no, yeah, exactly. That, yeah, I mean, come on. Um, this is from Lost Province Brewery out of Boone, North Carolina. Hmm. Uh, like I said, it's called Hipster Juice. It's a New England IPA. Um, and it's really good. I have gotten to the point where I'm getting a little tired of New England IPAs because they're just way too sweet. Wow. Mm. But this one is, 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 its sweetness has been kept in moderation, which is nice. <laughs> which is not um, how you're going to treat them. 
No, 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 no. This 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 guy's about gone. Um, but <laughs> no, it's it's it is a very good. It's a six point six ABV. Um, uh, very tasty. I would definitely drink it again. And I think again, and then maybe again, just tonight, and again. Okay. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. Hats off to Hipster Juice from Lost Province. All right. Okay. We're gonna or beanie off. Stu, <laughs> 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 where's your beanie? Did you wear your beanie tonight? I'm cutting everything you just said out of the podcast. That's just wrong. Yeah. Just Anyways, wrong. Kim, off to you. <laughs> We're gonna cover Fear the Walking Dead season five, episode four, Skidmark. If I may say so, first of all, it was a big skid mark on the entire series. <laughs> Worst episode ever written. Enough said. Let's move on to next week. I don't know if you can say it's the worst episode ever written for Fear. Yes, I can. Yeah, yeah I think I can. I think um, uh, Coleman Domingo did not direct this one, did he? No. no. <laughs> no. Good for no. him on that, I guess. Thank God. Uh, but yeah, this was uh, kind of a continuation of what we were getting last week with a little dollop of... Uh, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> well, I mean, geez, the whole episode was built about around a visual gimmick, which was having walkers walk into plane, uh, you know, propeller blades. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was just all built to that, and I was just like, wow, that is just—it's so lame. I mean, it's so. You know, one thing that's happened here, guys, that um, I went back and was looking to see you know, like at the directors and the writers and so forth of the episodes to try to get a idea of what's missing and it's evan goldberg oh really evan goldberg you know the one who he wrote last season mm -hmm. almost all the episodes and he did the preacher and so forth with uh with uh, seth rogan he's not writing this year hmm. is he not no what news lady mm -hmm. do you know that i did not know that okay so See, i always he, gotta take what scott says with a grain of salt all right go back and look i am okay okay roll roll with it everybody's listening to the podcast Mm -hmm. You got to fact check, Scott. Yep, yep, please do. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, I think that that has. Uh, it makes I sense. think they need to slide him back in there again because the plot lines are pitiful in this right now. It really, it is um, so sho it's shockingly disappointing compared to last season. Everything was so yes. promising last yep. season. And then coming into this one, there is a lot of really campy, kind of cheesy stuff. This and it's an insult. Huh? This was an insult. Yeah, I mean, there was it was just a series of things that were just like, okay, now there's a whole a whole bunch of kids, like okay yeah. on its face, okay that's fine, but it was hard to believe that the kids that we were dealing with themselves, um, were able to go under the radar of this other lady that's dealing with the the right. you know the the site um, the nuclear site, and then you have a whole other series of kids. Okay, well then they're helping put up the other walkers, I guess. But why is it I that guess, we've only time, keep right. running into these same kids? Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, I was going to say. I mean, you never see the other kids. It's only the brother. You know that the, the trio. Yeah, and the, yeah, and the, even at the start of the episode, they're all worried about this plan that they have to send the one kid in. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're only on their, else in this discussion. Yeah, they're not. They're on their own dealing with this until the helicopter shows up. And then it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, we've got like 10 other kids. It's like, yeah. what? That, like, that was odd. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. yes, like you said, the airplane grinder thing, the whole setup to that was like, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a 
homage to Indiana. Well, Jones. Uh, from the start of it, when like um, Daniel, they uh, they Sarah opens up the door for Daniel to get in on the side where all the walkers are coming in. You're like, why are you opening the freaking door there? Just run around to the other side. And then he gets under the truck and stops and just stops there. And he's just he hangs out there the entire time while Strand's like, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was, it was so it was so bad. Yeah, I it mean, was really amateurish. It was so obvious, you know, even if they're coming up you're gonna run to the other side of the truck. Yeah. And what happens if you get on the other side of the truck and you can't get the door open? You climb on top. Or you go to Strand's truck. Right, but he you had don't. plenty of time to get out of that situation. Yeah, exactly. I mean he wasted the airplane. Essentially, yeah. which we didn't right. even realize until the, it gets explained. Well, I can't put it back together now. Exactly. That, that it's wasted. Like, why? It wasn't needed to waste it. Like, yeah. it was ridiculous. I mean, it was it was trying to show, okay, some sacrifice from Strand to try and make up for everything that he had done to Daniel. Uh, he could have done that by, yeah. by just arriving at the last moment in a truck and picking Daniel up. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, it, it was a gimmick. It was, it, was, uh, it was Someone said was sitting around the writer room and they said, man, wouldn't it be funny as hell if we had a plane and we could grind up walkers in that? Mm-hmm. Oh, and here's the other one, dealing with the plane. So they held on to that little Prince storybook this entire time just to throw that one line in about, well, maybe we could fix the plane. <laughs> like they did in the Little Prince that we've been holding on for the past three seasons. This little book. Yep, yep. I was actually fascinated by that part. That was really great. Are you kidding me? No, he was yeah. not. Okay, good. Yeah, absolutely. He's being very, very. Now, I mean, I will say this. I will say this. I, I did. Um, <laughs> Daniel I knew did Charlie enjoy... was in the back of the car. Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was okay with the Daniel and Charlie stuff, but I do have to say this. The music that Daniel was listening to, that does not seem like Daniel music to me at all. The or old, Charlie. The old blues music. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. That was just, come on. Really? I Daniel? Agree. This guy was, <laughs> he was a, he was a, a uh, what was he, a general in Central America somewhere who yeah. was like an executioner stuff and he got off on blues? <laughs> really? I mean. I mean, I, I'm not. That one wasn't too far-fetched. That, yeah, though. that one is okay to me. Because I don't Come know, on. no, because things like that, I don't think necessarily have to be reflected by the stereotype of the character. You know, I mean, things like that, like, you know, if he was all of a sudden into punk music, that might I be think it, that, that would have been a little weird. I'm, I'm giving it a two thumbs down. Okay. I thought it was stupid. Okay. Um, I think people from that generation would definitely be more in tune with, with the blues and jazz. Yeah. So I'm okay even, with that. Charlie, yeah. I was a little surprised at. Even in South America, yeah. Right. Well, not only that, I mean, it's not the most popular music. To run into two characters who run each into each other in the apocalypse uh, years after it started, and they're both like the same music. Or she was familiar with it, at least. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, I, I think um, yeah, it's a little, it, it's much more unbelievable that the girl would would recognize that music than he would. But that being said, I was really impressed that the girl knew who that was, because at my at that age, I was also really into the blues. I'll just say that. Right. Okay. Um. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> Billy Holiday is still one of my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Moving that was on. more obscure than Billie Holiday. No, it certainly was, but I'm just saying Much she was still obscure. one of my favorites. Yeah. I studied it in school, in high school even. Okay. Great. 
Perfect. I, th- I, I, I totally believe you. Hey, you guys ever seen a calendar without a year on it? <laughs> or day? Yeah. Day of the week? Yeah. I'm, yeah, it didn't have the day of the week on it either. No. I'm, also, let me ask you this. Where do you guys think they are in Texas? Uh, Where? Hell of yeah, I mean, what part of Texas no do you think? Clue. I don't know. I mean, it's a, I would say probably West Texas, a little bit more West Texas, but I don't know. I was know. thinking East Texas, like east of Houston. There's a lot of... Near Mississippi, near of, Louisiana, I mean. There's I mean, a lot of open areas in Texas that don't have a lot in it, so they could be pretty much anywhere. Right, right, right. But I mean, based on what we've seen with where our characters are in Mississippi and Alabama and stuff like that, right? You would think they're in East Texas, right? Yeah. I don't know. Why? Do you know something different? Uh, yeah, they're in El Paso. How do you know that? Uh, Daniel's map. Mm, okay. When when uh, Charlie steals it to take a look at it, you know, at the sites he was going through, I, I actually froze it on the TV and saw that it was an El Paso map. So you... isn't that near Corpus Christi? That's like south? No, it's completely west. Yeah. That's where I would have... It's west of the border. Now I have to Texas. look at this. Uh-huh. West of the border of Texas. It, what does that mean? Yep. Yeah. West of it, it is at the border of Texas to the west. It's near the west um, side of Texas. Yep, all the way out there. Well, if you go from one end of Texas to the other end of Texas, there's not a huge variety of of landscape and vegetation. Um, oh, it's near it's very, New Mexico. It's very similar, right? Mm-hmm. How could they be all the way out there? But there are areas that have a little bit more trees and stuff like that too. Maybe, a little bit more forested. Maybe they. Are they the ones that flew there? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, they flew from there. Well, it depends on which group you're talking about. Well, because Cole, uh, or uh, Strand is the one that's in El Paso with Daniel. Yeah. So they had to have flown from there. Yes, they flew from yeah. there. Yeah. Right, and, right. and I can so see that, those guys being in El Paso. Okay. Because at first sense. I was going to say, at first I was going to say, yeah, maybe they flew out to El Paso, but that's not the case. It's the other way around. Oh, they I was flew thinking, from El Paso. I was thinking were San Antonio. You, were you thinking it was hard harder to believe that they were out in West Texas versus East Texas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Why I mean, were you that's thinking? That's a long way. Yeah, it is. That is a long way. I know. I mean, it's a long. It's a the... long way from Virginia to Alabama. No doubt, no doubt. But we spent all this time, you know, with our our gang around East Texas and Louisiana and Mississippi and stuff. And all of a sudden, they're all the way on the other side of Texas. Well, they wanted to avoid Dallas and Houston area. That place, that kind of sucks. You had to go through that first. Yeah, I know. Well, you can go around it. No, you got to go through Fort Worth. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to go around. But... No, we wrong. don't know where I our other it. group is that met up with Dwight. <laughs> I did it. We don't know where the other group is that met up with Dwight because they flew somewhere. Yes. And and are and they're not close to the original group. Right, right. But I'm assuming they're back towards the East Texas again. I, I would hope so if Dwight is meeting up with them. Um, but but one other thing that's very close to um very close to uh, uh El Paso is Fort Bliss, Texas. The, the huge army base that's right next to that. That may have something to do with, uh, you know, the group that's around there, whatever. Ah, uh, gotcha. White Sands, New Mexico's around there, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Well, we got to see a breakdown of the Guts gimmick again. 
I mean, I kind of laughed because I, you know, the guts broke and then they started following them, and I was like, Jesus, man, that that would be happening everywhere. That yeah. stuff rots. Well, yeah. first of all, we've got the guy in the uniform again that does uh, not yeah. spot the kids, but he they spot him. Hello, are you kidding me? What are they? What is he carrying around? He's they're always carrying around two cases or something. I don't know. I didn't. I have no idea. I have no I idea. But it was just stupid. Yeah, I wasn't. I don't think I was really paying attention to what he was carrying around, other than the fact that he had, had like a gun or something. I mean, he beat down the walkers that were beyond the gut fence, right? Yeah. Yes. And he doesn't go any further towards the gut fence. And this is yeah. after the fact when Dylan was it. Dylan was telling them that no, it wasn't our people that had been cutting through them, and then they find that they see that guy. Right, because right. they they find out that it was that that it's not just them that are breaking through some of their what do they yes. call them growlers? Yeah, something like that. Okay, which would be handy because they, they might have beer. Be very handy. They might have Ooh. beer on them. <laughs> we could go to growler time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, but for the kids to to hide in the bushes right next to the gut fence, mm-hmm. and. The growls of the growlers to not alert the guy that was just down the road. That well, he was fighting them, so he was already fighting through some of them. I know, it's but just then so all of a sudden he stupid. was gone. So I don't know what that was. That well, he part. picked up his cases and started walking away, and yeah. then he heard them uh, because the I guess the radio squawked. Yeah, Dylan was yes. trying to talk to him or whatever, right. and and he heard them and turned around. I guess, but I guess he just. Like, decided it was a totally dismissed it, was a loon. it. Totally dismissed it. Ugh, so stupid. But then the chopper shows up, which the chopper was probably just him like taking off and going back to their spot. Well, he said that you know the kids said that they'd only seen two guys, so they were probably. I mean, I'm just speculating. Maybe they're down there taking samples or something like that. I don't know, but uh, but anyway, yeah, it's a mystery. I'm mildly. Uh, interested in finding that, finding and, out what that's about. It may account for the arsenal of uh, what um, Daniel's having to go around and disarm all over the place. Since this yeah. guy is like leaving guns everywhere, that had to do Ew. with that had to do with whoever he took over the warehouse. No, from. I understand that, but he had a lot of large weapons to be leaving within places oh, to kill people. Right? Yeah, they may have come from like Fort Bliss or something yeah. like that. So he had. But what the heck? I, well, okay, so yeah. first of all. Oh, that storyline with Daniel. (laughs) First of all, storyline with Daniel. With him taking over for this guy who's actually trying to kill everybody and leaving everything on the shelves. Totally parallels the storyline that we're that we got with Morgan and all those guys from last season, right? You know, they've got the trucker guy who's gathering supplies. That one guy is giving out supplies to help people. The other guy is hoarding supplies. What the uh-huh. fuck? Are you kidding me? Well, this is different. I mean, this, Stupid. Is, this, 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 whoever was doing this was, I guess, baiting people to come in there and setting yeah, traps for them to kill them. But why? That's what I don't get. Yeah, it doesn't Why? Make it. Daniel acts like it's, you know, they, or or let's just say the writers act like we should understand what's going on there. Yeah, we don't. And Sorry. it doesn't make any sense to me at all. I, I, I can't figure out why would, why would somebody be sabotaging places so that no one could get to the goodies? The idea is that he's defending from anybody that might be searching out stuff. 
So he's killing off anybody that's alive, honestly. So is he just mm. really hoarding mm. all that stuff for himself, though? Yes, yeah. So he's hoarding he everything was. for himself. Whoever whoever the guy was, he's gone now. Yeah. Um, did, am I to take it that Daniel said he didn't kill the guy? Yeah. Because he said he didn't kill anybody, He said he right? inherited it from the guy right. who left it. So, But it's, yeah, it's kind of a question mark as to how he inherited it. Right, so right. They don't, I don't think they answer that. Well, there's also there's also one other big stickler for me in this episode, and that's the fact that we get reintroduced to Daniel and then he's gone again. Yes, sir. Hello. I mean, are you kidding are you, me? Exactly. That's what I was getting ready to yeah. say. He took the uh, words out of my mouth. Where is he going? <laughs> Who does he have a meeting with? And why do we care? Yeah, I mean, that's a, your 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 third question. There is the ringer. Um, I. I it's a shame because I actually kind of liked Daniel in this episode to tell you the truth. Um I I kind of like some of his interactions with uh with um Charlie. Um and some of his stuff with with Strand I thought was, you know, at the end was really nice, but uh you bring this character back in and then you send him packing at the end of the episode, you know, I And nobody questions him. Like, where are you going? When are you coming it's like back? Everybody's dancing around. Everybody in these episodes, and that's you know what, Kim, you just hit on a, a a real central point to this. Every one of these episodes, everybody is dancing around asking questions, mm-hmm. asking particular questions. You know, why is no one demanding the kids say, "Hey, what the hell is going on around here?" Mm-hmm. You know, why does no one ask directly to Daniel, "How did you get all this stuff?" You know, it, it, these people, these characters, they just dance around direct questions. Well, there's and no, um, there's uh, no natural interaction between people. No, you know, no. it's everybody's a separate character. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no normal they're very, interaction. Very two dimensional characters too. Yeah, I mean, you get um, their way around, uh, but their way around that two dimensionality is by making them humorous sometimes instead of right. making them human. Yeah. You know, and actually mm-hmm. interacting in an emotional mm-hmm. way over things. Yeah. Um, uh, so they do float in and out of each other's lives without any real consequence. Right. Exactly. Which I is mean, not does, how people interact with each other. Does Wendell have any substance at all? <laughs> no. Not other this than season. in a wheelchair? Not no, this Sa- season. Sarah's kind Neither of the same Sarah. way. Yeah. She just Sarah, kind of, Sarah at least has some, some gimmicky lines. Or something. She, well, the, she spouts off one-liners. That's it. And that's right. kind of the two of them are kind of She's one character. Foil, but, but Wendell doesn't even have that. Wendell's her foil. Mm-hmm. And there's not much to him. Yeah, they're they're like one character though. They come mm-hmm. together. You don't really deal with them on a one on one basis. So, Good point. Um, I yeah. There's again, they're they're just kind of comic relief at this well, point. If they're you not have two, anything if, else. If you have two people making up one character, it's still a very shallow character. Yes. Although I, the <laughs> the one liners are still funny. They are. I, I, I get you. I, you know, I'm not going to argue with you on that, but I still just don't see where Wendell has anything. You know, why could, you know, even the thing when they were, when Strand was feeling down and they were like, come on, let's go look for the gauges. You know, they got to be around here in this warehouse, something like that. You know, and, and, and Wendell says, you're going to make me look for him alone. I would so much like Wendell to say something like, you know, I can't reach the top shelf. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just something funnier. Yes. yes. That guy doesn't even have the humor. I know. Very true. All of last season is gone from these characters. Oh, I know. Exactly. I mean, they're, 
And speaking of absent characters, we don't have Dwight. Like, we waited so long to get Dwight. We get him for one episode, and then he's gone? Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's a good point. Where the hell was he? We didn't see any of those guys. Yeah, those three are still... Well, we saw Morgan. Yeah, but we didn't see June or John. Right. Okay, that's fine. That's happened all the time, though. I mean, we don't see him for an episode or something like that. I know, but God, like, we waited so long. They'll be back. They'll be back next week. So Um, disappointing. Maybe. It's going to be a lot about Al next week. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, that's true. Which is good. I Al's one character I want to get back on the show. Yeah. Well, you know why? Al asks questions. Well, and yeah. asks direct questions. Yeah. And you're hoping that they're going to do something more with Al than they've done already yes, in the season, which was just Al's like, "Oh, I filmed that guy." Yeah. Here's a tape. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a reporter. I'm going to go look whether it's good weather or not. Yes. Um. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, but I but there's so much potential with that character. Agreed. And and hopefully um, and and they really built that potential last season. This season they've not taken advantage of it at all, other than to make her the foil or the uh, damsel in distress, if you want to put it that way. So far, um, so far this season they've seemed to have cashed in on all of the good stuff that they built up in the last season, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. about it. They're just kind of introduction. The introduction of of. Uh, Emilio Estevez. Yeah. No. Who is it? Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Daniel Salazar. <laughs> Repo no, Man. No, no. Huh? Repo Man. Uh, yes, him. No. <laughs> oh. One of the Sheen boys. Dwight. No. Uh, <laughs> Dwight and um, and uh, and Daniel. It seems like that's all it's been built around is to bring those characters into it, which is great. I, 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 I like having those characters in there, even though Daniel's not... The most interesting character in the world, but you know, next episode it's going to be Al fight these people, and then the episode after that it's going to be Dwight fighting with Daniel Ugh, somewhere else, I don't want and that. they don't realize that they know each other's same people, and that's right. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't the like connect- those one episodes. <laughs> no, no, no it's, I don't either. Yeah, it's just like a series of time wasters. Yep. Instead of yep. actually moving and you know, the story the funny along. Thing is, the funny thing is, is last season. When that season started out, we were really not sure what we were looking at. Yeah. We weren't happy, if I remember right. Because was, you remember, it was all of a sudden we had, you know, uh, all of the all of them on the run. And, you know, and then they, you know, they we got introduced to all these new characters all of a sudden. And we're like, hell, what the hell happened to the show? But by the end of the season, we were really into it. We mm-hmm. were digging it. Yeah. I don't see this one happening that way. No, not if it keeps, continues the way it is. Um, I'm thrilled. I, like I said, I'm thrilled to get Dwight's character into the show. I think Dwight's character is one of my favorite characters, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. I really loved him in The Walking Dead when they had him there. Um, but, uh, man, they have got so much work to do. Yeah. But, like, like you were saying, the, the uh, situation between um, Daniel and Charlie, like mm-hmm. those interactions were good mm-hmm. in this episode. I enjoyed that. Um that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's the only that's the only uh, positive takeaway I could. Oh take no, I, I shouldn't say that. The Morgan's Morgan's discussion uh, with um, uh, Alicia oh, when she was lo- his, right, yeah, right before the helicopter came and stuff. Right, what about his wife and so yeah, I thought you know I thought that was yeah, a, that was very touching. That was, it was nice very to that have a little good. flashback mm-hmm. of that whole first season. Yeah, and that was kind of cool. 
And the fact that he said he is Dwayne, it was Dwayne, right? Dwayne. 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 His son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he said his wife was... Jenny. Jenny, and he he is Dwayne. So it was kind of like he was saying he's not dead in his mind. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. And and I think seeing the helicopter take off was kind of exciting for me, Mm -hmm. just because I know what it could be leading into. Uh, But... All these kids. I can feel the excitement coming through your voice right now. Well, the whole episode just kind of ruined everything for me. Like, it was. Well, maybe, I was maybe, just so Maybe we'll get to the end of the season and we'll have Al meet up with Rick. Mm. I mean, that would be awesome. Oh, that would be incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's I'd take not that. happening. It's not mm. happening. Could happen in the movie. Hopefully it's Crazy Rick, because I know you love Crazy Rick, Scott. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 With but, his wrestler hair. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Get the camera out of my face. The kids. You're people going down. The kids that appeared out of nowhere, like Lord of the Flies, was like, mm-hmm. that was just another stupid thing for me because the two kids we already know were like basically running for their lives. Right. Nobody's helping them. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this entire group shows up like, you know, like, um, Japanese anime poses, like with their weapons, and and then you're like, where were you? What five seconds ago yeah, when mean, they were running have for they their been lives? Shadowing them the whole time. Yeah. I mean, have they just been shadowing them everywhere they go because they just popped out of the out of the woodwork there or out of the woods? They're like trapdoor spiders. They just kind of Ooh. jumped out of the nah, ground. That's creepy right there. Yeah, yeah that's some creepy shit. To know that they're the kids of the people that were trapped at the campsite that's Mm -hmm. that's sad that's heart-wrenching okay fine really didn't pull any heartstrings for me i have no i have no feeling about the people at the campsite they should have had a couple of the kids with like some walkers in tow by their intestines Mm -hmm. with their parents like they were just walking them around by their intestines yeah and i and speaking of that i don't believe for one second (laughs) cut their arms off and their jaws (laughs) exactly i don't believe for one second that these kids are capable of creating these fences that they're creating well how is it only kids yeah how is it uh, the only people that survived from the camp were the kids i know like why (laughs) what happened where were the kids kids versus the adults just the adults i think it was no sense yeah and they managed to trap all the adults in that one cabin are you kidding me? And that one kid's name was Piggy. Was it? Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. No, I'm kidding. No. Okay, good. No. It was Big Al. <laughs> Lord of the Flies. Tony. Tony with the cannon. Come here, Tony. <laughs> so disappointed. I'm Big Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Big Tony. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, um, yeah, so... We, get, we, we don't got much, for, unfortunately, for this episode. Uh, why don't we go ahead and take a break? And then when we come back, we will see if we can find some hits <laughs> from this episode. <laughs> That's going to be hard. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, we're back. Um, hey, you know what? I want to mention one thing. 
You know, we're talking about the weakness of the writing and so forth for this season and stuff. Um, I tell you what, I, I, I'm worried that they're, they're going to write themselves out of uh, existence the way this is going. Because, I mean, I have, I'm really struggling on Sunday nights to get excited to watch this show. <laughs> I'm more right excited now. for Nosferatu. We've, yeah. We've actually and, had uh, a couple of comments from listeners very similar. Yeah. And um you know you know what I'm really disappointed in mm-hmm. this season? The quality of the podcasts. The pod, oh. the podcasters nowadays just seem to be getting their podcasts out later and later. <laughs> <laughs> they suck. I know. They do suck. And by the time you actually listen uh-huh. to the podcast, uh-huh. it's like it's time for the next well, episode. Not only that, all they do is bitch and moan the <laughs> exactly. whole time. Exactly. They're I mean, the most the, negative people in the world. I mean, like, I, it's do you unbelievable. have. Like, I mean, they, they they don't like anything. Why are you even podcasting if you're so negative all the time? Oh, my God. Please, for God's sakes, podcasters, be more positive. <laughs> Sell the show. <laughs> I mean, we can only do what we have to work with, you know, like, <laughs> makes it Sorry, difficult. Sorry, folks, we're, we we love the show, but we are not going to be uh, just, uh, uh, can, you know, As they say, cheerleaders you, for the show You either. cannot polish a turd. You cannot. <laughs> well, you can. Well, you and don't want million, to. You know, in over a million years, it might become coal and then a diamond. Yeah. But nonetheless, no. All right. Yes. <laughs> all right all right so speaking uh, on of, that note so let's just say speech, does anybody speech, have a hit for this episode i was gonna say speaking on that note um talk about negative any hits my, um, my hit i i still for all the campiness for all the silliness that that's kind of going on in this i still like sarah's character and okay you know her one line. No, no, I do like her character. No, 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 I agree with you. I, I do like her character, but it's not anything I can really feel good there's about the no, show. No, there's no real substance to it, but it right. still makes me laugh. So as I'm watching the show, I'm like, that was good. Like, after the um, walkers start getting chewed up by the plane, and she said, soup served, Where, where's the ladle? I actually, Stu, I actually cracked <laughs> up a funny. little bit when she admitted the fact that she had knocked down the 30 feet of the fence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apologetically, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, Kim, what was the other one? She was talking about the six-pack, and she said, uh, oh, no. Oh, have, yeah, you, abdominal uh, or, and, and or the drinking kind. Here. Yeah, and you'll find neither one here. That was funny. <laughs> Kim? Uh, yeah. Oh, are you saying yeah to Sarah? You, yeah, you don't know what you're going to say. I have Nothing. There are no. no redeeming qualities in this episode. Seriously, nothing at all. It was the worst episode I have ever seen. You didn't like Daniel? It, Charlie? It all ruined everything else for me. I, I can't go back. I can't unsee what I saw. Hmm. The whole time the episode was even airing, remember, I was saying, I was like, what the hell are they doing? That's stupid. Yeah, I think we were texting back and forth throughout the episode going, what? what's going on? Yeah, yeah we and didn't even understand what was going on at first, right? Oh, well, we didn't even talk about the fact of Daniel and the slow gun, or slow uh, chase through town. Yeah! With the walker uh, herd. radio. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> you put the radio on the ground. And that was you my miss. Oh, that yes. was so stupid. Yeah. 
so stupid. And why does he even have to do that? I don't know. I, I, it's, yeah, like drive to a party you're not going, throw the radio, and drive right. out of there. Well, his, here's, here's what his thing was. His, his reasoning was, I didn't realize it until I watched it the second time. His reasoning was is that he didn't want to leave a herd wandering around out there because it would hurt somebody. So he wanted to kill off the herd, but he didn't have enough uh, ammunition with him to do it. So he was going to bring the herd back to his place where he knew they couldn't get in, and then he was going to pick them off one by one. Oh, that way. Whatever. Right, but that was his reasoning. Okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't get that the first time. That's why I was trying to figure out why is this guy going so damn slow, outrun the damn things. But that's what uh, the reasoning was. But still, I mean, they didn't make that very just, clear. Yeah, but no, no. So he was going to try. He was going to try and lead them there slowly because he was trying to get Charlie to lead to not lead them there quickly. Well, well, no, no. What happens? He them. was going to lead them back to his warehouse. The problem was, is that um, Charlie what's had her to name? get back. Not, well, no, no, no. Not only that, but what's her name would knock down thirty feet of the fence yeah. in the back. Yeah. Oh right. So right. that killed the plan. Um, that's when he had to lead them away. Mm. That was the idea. But nonetheless, I mean, like you said, Kim, just throw the damn radio down there and drive away. Yeah, that was just stupid. He was you know. he was martyring himself. It seemed like yeah. at that point. Well, and also, to, I mean, good God, them. I mean, even though he was pissed at Strand, like twenty miles. Would yeah. he walk like twenty miles before he found the uh, SWAT vehicle? Because mm-hmm. he was barely stumbling up to that thing when he got there. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going, God Almighty! I mean, <sighs> it was just so badly written and so badly acted. Really, at that point, that was pretty silly. It was. But all right, so it's time for me to bring my hit, right? Yeah. Um, waiting. Uh, s- swing batter, swing batter, strikeout. Nothing. I got no hits. I will give an honorable mention to to uh, Daniel and Charlie. Okay, but but that is really the only thing I can bring positive out it's of that a, episode. A participation ribbon. Yep, yep, exactly. We'll give them a little trophy. Well, my miss. Y'all oh, you're, oh you're chomping at the bit. I'm you're, just saying, y'all already know what my miss is. It's the entire I think everybody knows thing. what our misses are at this point. Yeah, all of it. I mean. I think my, yeah, my miss, uh, the primarily what kind of killed this episode for me, which is kind of a consistent thing that they seem to be doing with these episodes, is just the um, these contrived situations where they create danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like one right. dangerous situation that's supposed to be the crescendo of the episode, mm-hmm. right? And I, well, it, I, that's, I agree with you totally. And that that agree was the airplane, totally. and yep. it was how they got to it was just stupid. They could have they could have written that to actually be okay. That's fine. And then all of a sudden the walkers are just like completely disintegrating mm-hmm. and i was like what the fuck is going on like <laughs> they were just like boom 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 and then they show the engine dying it's like oh well they must all be taken care of now now we have no exactly. issues it was it's very convenient it was way too convenient yeah it was poorly done really poorly done and it, it was kind of a fun gimmick mm-hmm. but it was just a gimmick in this yeah and, and it was yeah, it would be a fun a gimmick if it were just part of something in, yeah, in like, a better uh, story Dawn of the Dead. They have a right. guy, uh, like a, mm-hmm. a walker gets his, a walker, a zombie at that mm-hmm. point, gets his head cut off by the helicopter. Yeah. And it was like, right. oh, he like stands up too tall on the helicopter blade, like takes his head off. And it was like, oh, well, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. But here it's like, yeah. that's the end all solution is the, the airplane. 
Yeah. So that's that's my I, miss. Um, my miss is is more far reaching to the show. Um, my miss with this is I think this was a, a, a an episode that's built upon other episodes that are driving in the same way. I don't want this show to jump the shark, but with the amount of interest that they are creating within their characters in the show, it feels like it has jumped the shark. I mean, it feels like we have moved from our central characters, which we found to be somewhat interesting and so forth with Madison and and even Strand earlier on, to having these rather uh, fleshless um, characters that you just can't generate any emotion for right now. Are you talking about the walkers? Um, yeah, I'm talking the about the fleshless no, ones. <laughs> no, I mean, it, really, it's hard to it's hard to generate a, much emotion for these characters right yeah. now. It you know what I mean? Feels, it feels like it's moved on. I was going to say it feels kind of like they gave up. Yeah, you know, they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. A Walking Dead's going away. We're probably not going to last much longer. Or at least we can milk it a little bit longer by bringing some of their characters in for like one last exactly. go round or something. Yeah, and keep and you know, and it's kind of like you know what it is. It's kind of like the NBA. They spark interest by opening teams or putting teams in cities that didn't have it before, because that's the only fans that are going to be paying any attention yeah. to it are the ones in the cities. They at that least don't get care. two or three years or out the, of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and it's like they keep throwing out new characters because hey, you'll be interested in that character for a little while. They've had so much potential to do this. I mean, they've with with John and June, with with Al and with these other characters, they've had a lot of potential to get get that emotion into the story. To and we started seeing it last year. We really got behind some of these characters, but this year they are just dull. I mean, well, the chemistry it, is terrible. It makes me wonder if, you know, since we are in the middle of season five, and most people who watch TV nowadays understand that season five is kind of that, like, golden nugget where mm-hmm. once you hit season five, that's that's a really good season to shut down and to just let it all die off like Breaking Bad did. Um, and once you go past season five, that's, you really have to struggle to keep your ratings up. And I wonder if, since we've got a new series coming on board, that this is our siren call that we are going out so that the new series can come in. I, I, Kim, I wish I felt like it was that planned. I just feel (laughs) like this is, um, I think they're trying I think I, they're yeah, trying. I think they're, they're just trying. missing the and, mark big time. Yeah, they just. I, I yeah, exactly. I think that they are missing the creativity that is needed to keep this going, um, because I do really do. I think they. You know, last season we saw them. You know, we weren't happy about it at the time, but they pretty much re- regenerated the whole show. Yeah, and. But by the end of the season, they had done such a good job of, of making interesting characters and so forth that we were on board. But this season, these characters haven't gone any further. I mean, June and John seem like they're still in the same thing they were in last year of discovering each other, you know, and, and uh, you know, and Strand is, is now, you know, he's the caring guy, which is... That's fine. I don't have a problem with that, but it doesn't seem to have gone anywhere, you know? I, they're flatlining. They're flatlining with these characters. 
they're not developing. And Lucy, and Lucy is just, just, she's a marshmallow. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing there. Well, she needs with to that die. Character, period. She needs to die. She yeah. really does. And, right. Um, Give her gangrene so, or something. Yeah. So they've got, they've got a lot of really, really two-dimensional figures or characters or characters that have not been developed since last season, and they need to develop them. And I'm telling you what, get Goldberg back online, folks. I mean, this, this writing crew that they've got right now is um, second rate. Well, didn't, didn't you text me that this had been gimpled? You texted? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see what our listeners have to say. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. That is a good point. Because <clears throat> we got some good stuff. I think our listeners are going to be very supportive of this episode. Totally. <laughs> you don't know our listeners. No. All right. Case in point, Mark Lavarnway said, What the hell did I just watch? <laughs> the show has been gimpled. He got that ah, one from Scott. Okay, okay. Such heavy handed writing. Instead of everyone jumping in the trucks to run over this handful of walkers, let's start up a couple of prop engines to make chop suey. Stupid. I'm not one for child endangerment, but can we get rid of these dumbass kids, especially the leader? <laughs> Horrible casting and acting by all. How do I get a job like Skidmark's papa? Shows up at two episodes a season to stress the point how much he hates everyone, and then he wanders off again. <laughs> and that was paraphrased, so by the way. I think when I read that, when he first posted that, I started laughing, and I wrote up, Amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Z at Zeminski 6 said, Interesting. Where is Daniel going? And what are they going to do with the kids? Kill them all. Where the hell yeah. is he going? We have no idea. Supposedly, he said he had to meet with somebody. he was reminded of something he needed to deal with by what happened in this episode. Okay. And I, th I think there was some other scenes that AMC released about... Am I right about that? I don't, you should probably know about this because you're our news lady. <laughs> About what? That we're giving a little backstory to him, where he's been during this time. No, I haven't seen. Oh, uh, okay, because th there was some stuff I think that was on um, AMC that had spoilers. Oh yeah. Stuff oh really? On it hmm. too. Well, evidently something happened. I I think it has to do with I probably something have watched with, that. with yeah. the warehouse and and the fact that um, um, he has some unresolved issue that he has to deal with. So. That's where he's gone. He's gone on a. He's gone on another uh, another Daniel walkabout. Mm -hmm. All right, and Cash Cooper at Cash Coop on Twitter said, "I thought it was better than most. I'll admit to always watching late at night after I get off work, so my critical thinking is usually turned off." Cash was stoned, right? <laughs> no, I did not say that. His critical thinking was turned off. Gotcha. I liked the scenes with Daniel and Charlie, and thought they were a good pairing. But each week, there seems to be dumb stuff written to create drama and put the characters in, quote-unquote, peril. Exactly. They're supposed to be smarter than they're being written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Cash nailed it. I mean, that's exactly it. I mean, it's contrived. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the dilemmas are so contrived, it's ridiculous. Well, how are they surviving this long when they're being this stupid? We should be excited <laughs> about trying to find out about these guys from the nuclear plant or the military I, ones. I but am excited not, about them. Yeah, I but they that, are but that's not what we're talking about. They're I know. such a side story. There's such a minimal 
It, 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 they're so, so in the background. It's a minimal centralist story. Yeah. yeah. They're so in the background that it's like, it, it, yeah. You, the you other, wonder the, if they're even going to cover it. The stupidity part of it is like like completely covering that up. Oh, yeah. Forgot about those guys. Yeah. Right. They're like, mm-hmm. um, you know, someone left a Diet Coke can out there on the set of Game of Thrones or something like that. <laughs> exactly. No, that was a coffee cup, but no, uh, coffee cup. Oh, okay. no, that was two incidences. Yes. Starbucks twice. It, I think it was product placement. But nonetheless, go ahead, Kim. David Valentina at DV Orlando said, This show is not showing improvement. At this point, <laughs> I only watch so I can listen to the podcast, if I can be honest. Yeah. I told, you, I told David. David I am going to tweet the hell out of that one. <laughs> yeah. David. <laughs> retweet. Love you, buddy. Love you. Um, let's see here. Chris at Cute Poison 10 said, Each time children are introduced, it spoils the show. Exception of older Carl on The Walking Dead. I have children, so I am not against them in real life. <laughs> I blame the gimple effect. I do like John and Alicia, though. And that's Cash's theory is always that, too. The kids always screw stuff up. And I always feel like I have to uh, quantify the fact that Cash does have children. And we yes. have children. This is because well, the, of it. The is problem a is, is it's it's show. tricky. Kids typically screw shit up. They do. Well, actually, it's also. it's tricky to write kids properly into a show. If you you know, I think you can introduce a child to a show um, to produce the the effect of uh, of of um, fear um, in a parent. I think that is very effective. But when you make children the characters and stuff like that, either, then it starts looking a little hokey. They did a really good job with uh, Judith, the new Judith. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. In The Walking they Dead. Did. But because she's a comic foil. Yeah. She's she funny. Yeah. She's hilarious. And in yeah. some way, even though she's a kid, she's a leader. Yeah. She is. All right. So she's not, um, she's not a hindrance. Yeah, but face it. I mean, the reason why we watch her is because we love to see her, hear her fire back at people. Yes, fire back at adults and stuff like that. It's the, it's the, it's the fun of watching her challenge them. Right. But, you know, outside of that, I'm not so sure. All right. Well, next week on Fear of the Walking Dead, season five, episode five, the end of everything. Ooh, that sounds uh, ominous. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you just said that in your. Description of what they're doing to the show. It yes, is. It's very ominous. <laughs> um, Althea chases a story with dogged determination, putting the mission and her life in danger. Yes, so in other words, we have an Althea episode coming up. I'm actually very interested to see what's going on in the next episode. Yes. No matter how disappointing this past episode was, I mm-hmm. think time to move on and go to the next one. And <laughs> That's this, what I was going to say. Yeah, there, but yep. there's it is. It's getting to the heart of what's going on with these other people which is connecting back to The Walking Dead, possibly. So, yeah, it should be pretty interesting. It's like a bad egg sandwich. It was okay. really mm. horrible and painful at the time. But we're just going to put that in the past, not think about it anymore. Yeah, but bad egg sandwiches tend to linger. Yeah. We're going to hope it doesn't. They, like, they can be the gift that can keep on giving. But know? that's past us. You know, we, we've had okay. several days mm-hmm. of, of recovery. And now we're going to go into the the beautiful fruit salad. And it's going to be amazing. I, I, I tend to think are, it was are, are you like at some weird picnic right now? 
I'm gonna, I, yeah, I'm gonna say maybe it was like Ghostbusters two, and we've decided to move on. Mm. Uh, I was gonna say it's that. like you know when you get something in your gas tank, yeah. where it's just like when you're hitting the pedal, and all of a sudden the engine's just not going. You're right, just hoping it right. clears itself out, and it's gonna keep moving on. That mm-hmm. happened in the shower. It's gonna the backfire other night. and move on. Try to turn the shower the lever shower. on. And it wouldn't Man, turn all on over the, place the right shower. Now. Okay. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, this big, huge thing of like black mold came shooting out of the shower. Why didn't you the say nozzle. something? And then the shower turned on. What the hell was that? It it was gunk. That sounds like something out of Stranger Things. And then you just I don't, I you don't. move on and you don't ask <laughs> too, questions. Too much, too much information. Move on yeah. and don't ask questions. We're just oh going to take God. our shower and pretend I, like it never yeah. happened. Did a red balloon come out of the sink? Nope. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> we all float. We all float down here, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> That's just wrong. Beep, beep, Thanks Richie. for the glob. Thanks for the glob story, Kim. You're welcome. <laughs> That's a great way to end a podcast. <laughs> did you use it like a loofah and scrub with it? I did not. <laughs> I pretended like it never happened. Like, Did it have bones? Because at it? first I thought it was a roach coming out, and I was like about to freak out and pee my pants. But no, a glob it is much was better. Just a glob. You're about to pee the pants you did not actually have on at that point. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and a glob of whatever that was yeah. is so much better than a roach. <laughs> it sounds like this whole scene was in black and white. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, uh, good about times. Images that will linger. Good oh. times. All right. Wow. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> please. I need to call please. a plumber. Is what we had. We got to wrap this up. <laughs> uh, you could write to us and share your own glob story. <laughs> exactly. At fearmepodcast at gmail dot com. You can find us on Twitter at fearmepodcast and Facebook at facebook dot com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.